How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of my radio show, Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. We originally air as a radio show on Radio Free Brooklyn, so if you like the show, you can listen to episodes the day they come out every Monday at 3 p.m. Google Radio Free Brooklyn and you will find out all about how to do that. You're about to hear the episode where I interview Amelia Earhart, played by comedian Sean Wickens, and Vlad the Impaler played by comedian Star Kendall. They put up an awesome uh, film and theater festival each year called Bad Theater Fest and Bad Film Fest, and they're delightful. You should definitely go check those out. If you like famous dead people and you want to shoot us an email or you want to hear an interview with your favorite dead person, hit us up at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org. We love hearing from fans. Don't forget to check out, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars on iTunes, leave a comment, tell your friends, that should help us out a bunch. Also, um, I just dropped my second podcast. It's a show where I uh, hang out with stand-ups that I like. It's called Hangout Party Fun Time. You should go search for that on iTunes, or you can go to my website, jaredbarenstein.com, and you can find that by clicking on the podcast button. That's Hangout Party Fun Time. If you're not getting enough of my voice in your life. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Vlad the Impaler and Amelia Earhart only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. People you know. Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. Famous Stories stuck in the head. My guests today on Famous Dead People are the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean, Amelia Earhart, and 15th century Romanian prince Vlad the Impaler. Uh, Miss Earhart, Mr. the Impaler, thank you so much for being on Famous Dead People today. Cheers. This is wonderful. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you for having us. Okay. Now, uh, starting off with you, uh, Ms. Earhart, the list of your records and achievements is... Extremely impressive. You set the woman's world altitude record, the women's transcontinental speed record. High and fast. Go uh, on. <laughs> that's how you like to live, Amelia Earhart? Of course. Uh, you're the first woman to receive the Distinguished Flying Cross, the first woman to fly nonstop across the United States, the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic, and the first person to fly the Atlantic twice, which ah. I think is... Jared, I'm blushing. <laughs> I can tell from over here. I think that, you know, it, it must be so easy, you know, when you are alive at a time when, you know, flying is in its infancy. Male-dominated. Do- and also is- male-dominated, sure. also. You know, I'm not trying to, to diminish, you know, the, um, uh, the legitimacy or the awesomeness of what you accomplish, but it must be easier when something's brand new to be the first blank to do blank and that sort of thing, right? Well... I get, you know, I guess when something is new, it is easy to be first. Yeah. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I, I'd agree, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I don't think that that think takes th- away from... Nobody would get mad at that, no. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, are there things that, you know, uh, records that you, you wish that you could be breaking right now, you know, if you were uh, still aviating today? Well, I've never flown two planes. you never flown once. two planes at the same time? Nobody's done it. I mean, that would be a first. Uh, that is, I mean, I, I believe you if you say nobody's done it, but sure. I would like to Google that. I would like to check and see, you know, because I don't think I've ever heard of that. That's fair. But, you know, That's fair. It does sound really exciting. I like, guess it would know. be fun to sort of fly a plane and then fly remote control a drone. 
flying next to it? Right, that's what I was thinking yeah, would that be, could be the really only fun. way to do that. Sure. Well, which of the things that you accomplished in your life would you say is the most difficult, you know, or, or something you were the most proud of having having accomplished, you know, the altitude records, speed records, first across the Atlantic twice, that sort of thing? I guess uh, going high yeah, is pretty just, great. It's like being really high up in the air? Sure, yeah. I mean, it's sort of... Uh, it's if I could describe how it feels, mm-hmm. it's sort of like whoa, and well, is, is that, that something? So, so that's like peaking, like as as your voice went up. That was like when you got to the highest that was part, the apex. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, you don't get that on the ground. No that feeling a lot of times. No, it's rare. You it could really try to is mimic rare. it, but it. I doesn't... mean, maybe if you're like in wagon and you like in between two hills. And, and you, you go oh, yeah. down oh, and then sure. up, but it's yeah, difficult yeah. because of momentum. And well, at some point in history, somebody was the highest person in a wagon, so that's cool. Yeah. They were, I'm sure, heroes. So. That's a really good point, yeah. Well, I think that, you know, that what you just described there was the, I don't know, uh, early 1900s or 1800s sure. version of sort a of, roller coaster. Sort of, a sound, sort of a sound like this. Whoa, we might die. <laughs> Very soon. Well, that's just what everybody said in the 1800s. Because, you know, life expectancy was not great back then. So right. everything that you experienced was, oh, yeah. my God, this tastes so good, we could die at any moment. That's great. That's a, you of know, course, yeah. That was a tag. I mean, I've had a few people on the show who have confirmed that for us. Um, but And so, you know, moving over to you, uh, Mr. The Impaler. Ah, um, yes. So, you know, before we get to anything else about your life or anything more specific, I just mm-hmm. want to comment on this, mm-hmm. is that you were the inspiration for the character... Dracula. I just want oh. to get that on the table so that everybody has a frame of reference for that. You know, that's not news to you. No, right? no, Mr. no. Dracula. I mean, it's a family name. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father was uh, Vlad uh, Dracul. Vlad Dracul, yes. Which uh, is the dragon. And I am, I, you know, was known as Vlad uh, Dracula, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is son of dragon, you know. So, yes, yes. yes uh, funny how the whole, you know, blood sucking vampirism came about but you know mm-hmm. hey you know it's kept my name alive longer than i think anyone expected it to so well, you, you know nobody controls their legacy it's very mm-hmm. true i've found that, that out to be true. very very but, true but how do you feel about that like this is one of the most famous characters in fiction and it was based on you and your life like is, is that is that a source of pride for you or is it a little bit like oh i wish i was famous but for the things i actually did oh instead, well you know? i'm pretty famous for those things too <laughs> yes yes well we'll get to those uh, yes yeah, uh, but no life. you know it's good to live on in some form or fashion mm-hmm. uh you know if i can still strike fear into the hearts of men and women, and, you know, that's something that I'm definitely proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leave, yeah. Your, leave your mark. Well, right, that's something exactly. that I yeah. guess that would be a, uh, a similarity between you and the fictional character is right, that yes. you, you sort of, like, enjoy uh, creating terror with oh, people. You yes. enjoy terrorizing oh, people. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. I mean, it's, yeah. like, the most fun thing in the world. Now, if, you, if you could do a sound similar to the way Amelia Earhart described what it was like to fly really high, like, well, what's the sound that you would, that you would put with, Inspiring fear and terror in others. Uh, hmm. A sound that, that, that would help inspire fear and terror. No, no, no. Like how it feels. Oh, to how inspire. it feels. Yeah. Oh, ah. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's like a giggling thing. Like a little like. <laughs> Ooh, uh, okay. You know, just like it's it. so much because it's fun for me. Mm, so unexpected. it just. Yeah. You know, yeah. It makes my. You know, just makes me kind of like giggly. You know, All which right. I think is something that not 
too many people would think that. No, I mean, not you, giggly is when they think of my name, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. It just, it's a, you're such a dark persona, right, and yes. you know, we would assume that you were like a more imposing and uh, I, I, I want to say dignified. That seems like it's almost a dig on yeah, yeah, uh, true, on, true. on your actually yeah, giggle right. giggle laugh. But I don't think there's any anything wrong in expressing yourself that way. You With know? your own truth, it's joyful. Exactly. It's joyful. Yes, it, it it always bring me joy every time I. Mm. Well, you know, yes, when I stake someone. You know? <laughs> but let's talk about. So here's the thing: is that there are differences though between you and the fictional character Dracula. Oh, of right? course, yes. Like yes. you can. Go out in the sunlight. Like, right, that's not yes. a big deal no, for no, you, right? Yes, I love the sun. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. And and crosses don't have a negative effect on you. You don't hate them. No, no, they have nothing to do. They. All right. I don't burn when they touch me. All um, right. What about garlic or holy water? Oh, I like love that? garlic. I put it in everything I eat. Oh, know? really? It's, oh, yes. You just. Okay. I just like crumpled it up and just mm-hmm. let it. You know. I, yeah, almost anything. I so, eat it raw sometimes. You know. I, oh, yeah. I have a quick question. So yes. crosses are fine, but um, what if sort of like somebody brings up religion? In uh, conversation. Oh, Is yeah. That a, maybe that's so a weird Oh, thing no, I mean, that's no. fine. I mean, I converted to Catholicism, uh, mm-hmm. you know, later in my life, you know, so I have oh, no okay. problem mm. talking about religion. So. That's interesting. That's almost like the dire opposite of the character. You oh, know, yeah, like, no, yeah. Like, you, as you, as you, you know, uh, moved along in your life and as you guarded experiences and became... Vlad the Impaler, you then found religion? That's really curious. Well, it was kind of get out of uh, exile. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. to be all honest, I mean, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was kind of so that I could get out of, impre- of some imprisonment you that I was. Yeah. So I was like, all right, sure, I'm Catholic now, you know. But so. you were probably still touched in some way. Maybe, you know, you throw, yeah. uh, you throw some pasta on the wall, you see what sticks, as exactly. they say, yeah, right? I guess so, yes, yes. All right, now going back to you, um, Ms. Earhart, so I read that you yes. were... Growing up, you're a little obsessed with women who had already succeeded in predominantly male-dominated fields and that you kept a scrapbook of famous women in law, in advertising, in engineering, etc., uh, which I think is kind of eerily prophetic, considering sure. how much of a trailblazer my you, her pages. Your, that's what you call them, your her pages. Yes. Okay. And so, like, what, what what kind of scrapbooking did you do here to to sort of like collect all the information from these uh, from these these women who had already been so successful? Well, we didn't have the internet yes, back then. That is true. So it was a lot of uh, sort of self motivated research. Okay. Is actually going into libraries, ripping pages out of books. Mm-hmm. Grabbing my glue stick, running out into the, uh, uh, sort of absconding into the the bathroom where mm. I could be private, and then just sort of glue sticking my pages. Wow! Into so, my so scrapbook. this was uh, uh, illegal what you were doing. You know, you all... were defacing government property by 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 ripping up these uh, these books from the library. It was illicit scrapbooking. Illicit scrap. If, and if I'm a pioneer in that as well, so be it. <laughs> that is, I like that. I like Who that a lot. Need, yeah. It's adding danger to a hobby that is not typically dangerous. That's you know? right. Like, uh, like if you were a coin collector, but also part of your coin collecting, you had to have them like fired to you out of a cannon or something. You know, just just some way to like <laughs> sure. get the blood boiling a little bit. You know yeah, what I mean? I like that. Yeah. Did you didn't have any hobbies? Did you, Mister uh, uh, Mister the Impaler? I mean, you know, you know taxidermy. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, you know, sometimes you know, mean fun. lots of st- mm-hmm. you know uh, to mount things on wall. Okay. Uh, you know, but you know, I also um, 
I, uh, I bet you've got an eye for decorating. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're, I, well, I mean, thank just, you. I do, actually. Well, uh, just based on the way that the character Dracula always seemed to have, like, a, a little bit of a flare, you know? Like, always just a little flamboyantly. Oh, of course. You know, that must have come from you, I'm assuming. Uh, definitely, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you... <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I had some nice facial hair back then. And, Ooh, uh, tell us know, about so, it. Uh, you would, know, you, would you get a, a little... straight mustache completely across the face? You know, Ooh. just a straight line. Uh, a little John Waters, clean and simple. Mm-hmm. Yes, like but that? thicker. Uh, okay. It's like imagine the yes the what you what do you call those the pen- oh yes pencil? the pencil mustache. Pencil stash, yeah, mine was more like magic marker uh, Ooh, mustache across my face. Yes. Almost, yeah. almost like. A propeller, or I'm Ooh, sorry, oh, wings, I see planes. Definitely everywhere. mustache mm-hmm. wings. I yeah. like well, that. Well, you yeah, know, we yeah. all we all filter our reality through our specialties, sure. you know. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, you would see things as planes. You would things see things as stakes in which to impale people. Right. I'm assuming, yes. Right? I mean, you know, that's that's the best thing they're for. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, so we talked a little bit about your father already, Vlad Dracul, right, who yes. was the ruler of Wallachia, mm-hmm. which I think sounds a little made up. That's just it. Just <laughs> To, to me, it sounds a little bit like one of those uh, countries that they would put into a Marvel movie when they need, right? You know, exactly. Like a place yeah, I know. Where they're Black using Panthers going to be from, uh, you know? like, uh, and also like leaders from Moldova as well. Mm. They're using those names now yeah, in yeah. all the movies. I guess it's just chic to do that. Uh, yeah. But no, it was. I mean, again, it's a real place. It's a real. Place. I mean, back in that day, you know, we we didn't. I mean, we just did make up things. We were like, well, what do we call this place? How about uh, you know, Wallachia? You know, it's like great. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Uh, you don't you don't know if that has any any meaning like Wallachia. Oh, it means land of fertility or something like that. Uh, I can't remember. You know. No, you can't remember what yeah. uh, Wallachia means. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Just because it just is the name of the town. You know, it's just like oh, mm. uh, you know, especially you. when you're there all the time. I grow up there. You know, you just mm-hmm. you just forget. I think it's common. Yeah, and so you. But I, I read that you. So you're from Wallachia, but mm-hmm. you spent a lot of your early life as a prisoner of the Ottomans oh. because they wanted to threaten your father into being loyal. Right. right? Yes. Yeah. Kind of like the common thing on like Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, where they're Always taking the hostage or the yeah. Well, it or seems the, like uh, ward or something like that. Seems you know? like the inspiration for these Game of Thrones situations were real historical events, like oh, what yes. happened to you yes, exactly. growing yeah. up. So tell us about like what it was like being a prisoner of the Ottomans for so many years. Oh, you know, you poor thing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was actually pretty good. I mean, hey, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, because you know we're all royalty, so you know it's not like they're really mistreating me. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, it was a lot. You know, it's pretty boring, maybe. Yeah. Uh, a lot of lazy days, just you know, sitting around and waiting. You know, well, that's like, not fun either. You know, just to not have any activities, right? Oh well, I guess we did pass time with you know things. I mean, yeah. I, you know, that's. Uh, uh, I did, did you do? I think that I think I thought I did a lot of thinking about you know mm-hmm. my life and where I wanted it to go. Ooh, know, so, like you know. philosophizing. Oh, yeah, of course, yes, just, uh, yes, to figure prisoner. out. Well, at one point, I'm, I mean, hopefully, I get out of here. You know, yeah. so uh, where do I go from there? So. You're like putting your life together uh, for when you get to go back home. Exactly. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Yes. What yes. was on the to-do list? Like, you know, I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking about Andy Dufresne in Shawshank. He's like, here are the things I'm going to do when I get out of here. Like, like what were you what were you planning on on accomplishing once you got back to Wallachia? Uh, I mean, complete and utter control of the countryside. That would be nice. Uh, okay. You know, the the the, the punishing all my uh, enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And violent deaths. I mean, you know, that's. I mean, basically, where I came up with most of the whole staking. Ooh, and that was the inspiration. Thing. Yeah, that's for where it. I came up with it because I was just like, oh, this is know. exciting. Two people in the same room who come from meager backgrounds who eventually reached great heights. <laughs> 
in yes, their life. I, I'd say so, yes. Yeah. Both literal and figurative. Yeah, that's right. That's, it's very, uh, yeah, very if you're, good uh, to be paired with you today. You yeah. know, so. uh, if you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are the historical inspiration for Dracula, Prince Vlad the Impaler, mm-hmm. and the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean, Vroom. Amelia Earhart. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, what did you say? Vroom. Vroom. I, I sometimes like, that's mm-hmm. I sometimes use it as a greeting. Oh, I, th- I thought you said the room, like oh. that was your catchphrase, like that movie with uh, with what's her name? Oh, you didn't care for that, Vlad? Wait, which room? The room. Um, the main, the, the room or the room? Well, there's room. Oh, where there's room and then the room. Yeah, the room is like the famously bad one. Right. Yeah. So, room is no, no, no. Room is good. Good movie. Yeah, yes. people no, love really, the room. Yes. yes. Yeah. Sad. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. What a strange thing to reference when somebody enters a room. What, just to say room? Room, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you were saying. I thought you were going room. Oh. Like, maybe you just seen it. I don't know. Uh, so, Miss Earhart, I'll, you... I'll, you know what? I'll use it. Yeah, go for it. Incorporate it. Yeah. Uh, so, you're born in Kansas, and as a child, you're described as sort of tomboy-ish. Do you think that's fair to, like, uh, you know, think back of when you were a kid? Like, is that accurate? Well, absolutely. I mean, back then, you know, we had what we had. Mm-hmm. So, my life was... Chasing roosters or catching pigs. Yeah. You know, a lot of the fun was uh, sort of wrapped up with uh, chores. Okay. So, uh, like, what? you would, Taking uh, a sickle to a bunch of, you know, wheat. Yeah, just cutting down some wheat, doing some farming. Sure. Okay. Now, we were talking earlier about uh, your obsession with women who uh, advanced in male-dominated fields. Um, do you think Talk about that, it for forever. <laughs> do you think that... Uh, this tomboyish nature of yours was maybe what inspired you to to look for ways of like, oh, I'm going to be a woman, but I also want to do all these other things. Like, does that sound uh, like your inspiration, or was it more, I don't know, like, did, did it feel separate where you're like, well, yeah, I like, you know, jumping around and going crazy, but I'm also fascinated by these women who were able to do so many incredible things. Well, you know, I had a hellcat of a mom. Okay, tell us about her. She was, uh, I guess you could call her a tomboy herself, but she was, you know... She she led she was uh, head of the roost mm-hmm. you know cock of the walk yeah she was and, she was the matriarch she took yes, care of everybody that's right yeah. and uh, do not tell her she could not do something oh boy so and you would get an earful okay so you know I think that uh, nature or nurture you know what I mean but I mm-hmm. saw her going through life uh, living living her her truth okay and uh, she is an inspiration to me. So, uh, you know, she's the first woman who I saw do things that other men said she couldn't. Mm-hmm. So it did inspire me to seek, seek out yeah. other women. Do you know, did, did your mom ever have any passions that she wanted to pursue, but maybe because of the time she grew up or the place she grew up, that maybe she wasn't able to accomplish those things? So rodeo is an old sport. Yes. Okay. And, but she is the first person to uh, wrestle cattle. So sort she, of oh. like... You know, grabbing grabbing by the horns, bringing them down. Interesting. Tying Impressive. their legs. Yes. yes. Oh, man. Wow. But uh, she would do this while people were riding. Oh. Oh, okay. So, so she, oh, that's an extra extra level of danger. It started right? out as she, I think there was a boy in town who was very mean to her, saying a lot of nasty names. Okay. And he was uh, riding riding a bull. And he just she just jumped the fence, wrestled the bull to the ground mm. while he was riding it. Yeah. And somebody was like, let's turn this into a sport. Wow. And so was she uh, able to 
uh, I guess, compete in this event? Or was it the sort of thing where, you know, you're a woman, you've, we've established this as a thing that you can do, now you're not allowed to do it anymore? She did, well, she did pretty good at it. And, uh, yeah. you know, we didn't have a lot in Kansas back then. So she did win medals, but they were never physical medals. Oh, it was it just, was just like always a... like, just know that you have this thing. Yeah, word of mouth medals. Sure. Yeah. You, did you have word of mouth medals when you were... Uh, Growing up in the Ottoman Empire? Uh, you know? No, it is very uh, concrete. Uh, yeah, they would just yes, give you a metal. Real metals, yeah. yes. Uh, if it, I mean, if I'm being fair, it sounds like maybe that was something they did because she was a woman, you know? And they it's were like, possible. Did all, the, did all the men in the same sport get actual medals? Uh, you know, it's it's... This information has been lost to time, but I wouldn't okay. be surprised. All you know. right. All right. Well, you know, we'll have to do a little Googling for that, too, later. Uh, going back to you, Mr. Get, the Impaler. Yes, Google my mother. Let's see how much we find out. <laughs> that sounds a little yeah. sarcastic, <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Don't you think we'll be Challenge. able to find some information out there? Zing. Sorry. Come on. Come on. Give us a break. She We're, might. Yeah, we might. We might find you know, something. She, totally, she, you know, maybe there's some record. of there You, you never you know might. what you can find. It's true. I've never Googled her. We so. should do you an Ancestry.com, and then maybe there'll be, you know, uh, little pieces of information that you didn't know about your mom. That would be oh, fun. Oh, yeah, those little leaves pop up, you know? Yeah. You know like, oh, Have you that. done Ancestry.com, Mr. The Impaler? Uh, yeah, no, I've got a, a cousin who maybe dabbles in it, so I don't know, yeah. just the basics. So you, know, so you hear from him, like, Right, what I'm like, oh, he tells me another relative he found. I'm like, yeah, great. You know, cool. So. Well, was there anything anything come to mind, anything interesting from one of these conversations with your cousin? Uh, just, you know, ruthless rulers from mm-hmm. other, you know, times. Well, that's and, what we know. would expect. Yeah, but I think I it'd be funny if, like, one of them was a florist or something, you know? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I should ask. Him, yeah, yeah, you can ask him. Maybe. Uh, so going back to might your... not be the kind of funny that uh, sort of despot finds. Yeah, that yeah that's a really good of, point. Yeah. It, comedy is really subject, subjective. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, going back to you, uh, Mister the Impaler. Yes. So when your father died, yes. you you go back to Wallachia mm-hmm. and you take over because uh, the guy who killed your father uh, was off attacking the Ottomans. That must have been a weird emotional roller coaster for you. Like the guy who killed your family is going to war with the people who kidnapped you. You know, and held you hostage as a child. Like, that must be, like, you don't know who to root, root for in Torn. that situation, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it was a tough struggle for me to, you know, figure out, you know, like, oh, you know, this guy, he killed my father, you know, and then he's over there, he's fighting, but he's like, you know, like, so I just thought I'd take advantage of the, you know, situation, you know, mm-hmm. like, and hopefully, I mean, you know, a little bit, it's like, well, maybe... He'll kill some Ottomans, and that'll be good. But maybe the Ottomans maybe will kill him. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, like, maybe hoping that, you know, then I wouldn't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Sort of of like an old world broken family Christmas. Right, right. Well, did you view it as, like, a, I don't know, glass half empty, glass half full sort of thing? Where it's like, no matter what happens, I'll be happy because two of my enemies are fighting right now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I like that, of of course. So, definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely. uh, Okay. Yeah, because, you know, then, you know, and then I'm like, hey, you know, easy for me to take the throne. Mm, so you know, okay. yeah, it was an easy cakewalk. I makes think, as they sense, say. makes sense. Uh, now, Miss Earhart, there's a famous incident when you're young where you are brought to a fair and they're giving kids rides on this uh, on this biplane, and mm. you're like not interested at in all. Right? You know, you you just completely shun this this plane thing. Uh, is it fair to say that 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 your love of flying developed later in life, or you know, did did that actually you know uh, spark the flame that would eventually take take you over? Well, as I remember it, it mm-hmm. you know happened years ago. But uh, you know, I was in line for these biplane rides. Okay. And when it was my turn to mount the steed, so to speak, mm-hmm. I looked at the pilot and I said, "Move over." Whoa. Okay. And uh, that was met 
with a lot of disdain. Okay, some derision, maybe. Of course. Yeah. I feel, obviously, looking back, I knew nothing about aviation, but I thought yeah. you know, I wanted to be up in the air. Okay. I felt I maybe had a natural inclination. He could have let me sit in his lap or something. I don't yeah, you know. Yeah, what, what I mean? It's sort of, you know, or just say no. Mm-hmm. But I was forbidden Ooh, from getting mm. onto the plane. Who, so the pilot was like, you're not allowed to even get on here you're, because of your attitude, young lady? Absolutely. Wow. Yes. But no tears. I I did not shed a tear. Mm. I just, in that moment, promised myself that one day I would take to the skies and by my own rules. Wow. That is incredible. And then you would eventually accomplish that. I don't suppose you ever you ever followed up with that pilot who inspired you to to I don't know out of, almost out of spite to become a successful female aviator. Well, years later, I did write him a letter, mm-hmm. and I invited him on a plane ride. Okay, and did he? And did he, he showed sh- up, <gasps> and when he was about to take the stairs, I said. Get off my plane. Wow. And I grabbed him by the lapels wow. and I pushed him back onto the tarmac. That is oh, nice. I was nice. next level revenge. Very livid and I did I regret my actions. It was Do a little you? too much. But No. I mean be you know, I, I think, you know, uh it does sound a little more petty than I would assume, you know, a great uh aviator would be. Well the funny thing about yeah. revenge, and maybe Vlad can speak about this as well, but okay. once you get it, you sometimes regret going after it. Uh, and you know, that's my yeah, experience. True, they true, say when you're yes. planning for revenge, you should dig two graves. Oh, go that on. Is, uh, one one for you and one for the person that you're planning revenge on. Oh. You know, because <laughs> they say, you know, like it, it's never fulfilling, it's never and it always gets you in more trouble than it actually than actually should. I think it's mm. interesting that you regret that. But I was going to say some quality, quality revenge there, Amelia Earhart. You know, well done. Some textbook revenge, yes. But yeah. d- 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 you know, you, may, you might have taught that guy a lesson, you know, about, uh, about how to treat children sure. in the future. He was a very old man. I, I was more rough with him than I should have been. But, oh, I see. Yeah, uh, I think you went easy on him, you know. Yeah. I mean, think about what Vlad would have yes. done. Oh, yeah, sure. would know? not have survived the uh, first yeah. encounter. Wow. Maybe oh, would have yeah. pushed him off while we were in the air. Oh, good idea. Yes, yeah. right, uh, yeah. Onto uh, a spike, maybe. Right. Oh, was... yeah. That would. Well, yes. That'd be good aim. You know, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> hard to do. But you know, you could try. You yeah. Know, so, yeah. Well, let's let's uh, expand on that because you know, Miss Earhart sort of regrets this vengeful moment that she had. You know, and I'm sure that a lot of the the violence and the terror that you were trying to inspire in people was probably revenge based. Is that oh, not yes. a fair thing to oh, say? Oh, yes, definitely. You How know, did you um, feel when you would accomplish revenge the way uh, that uh, Miss Earhart some, just did? Sometimes, yes, there would be kind of that empty feeling. I mm-hmm. mean. After, you know, pulling, impaling someone on like the, you know, like the 5,000th person, you yeah. know, you're just like, ugh, what am I doing? You well, know? He's, yeah, he's done it. He's done it more than I have, though. So it probably gets easier over time or you're just better. at Well, it. yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do learn exactly where to put the stake yeah. and how best to pull but the I mean, like, down. Is it and, satisfying, though, to get revenge on somebody? Uh, I you, mean, I'd say yes and no. It depends on the person that you're gotcha, revenging, gotcha. you know, like. All uh, right. Can you yeah. tell us about a situation where you felt bad about enacting revenge on somebody? Oh, yeah, well, there's this time when I was, you know, in just a bad. It was after, it was in between one of my reigns. 
maybe after an exileness or something, and I was going back home. What a life! <laughs> and uh, you know, there was some, uh, there was some just you know people, uh, some uh, some of the townsfolk, you know, just there, and uh, they were trying to sell me something, and I was like, eh, I'm, you know, I'll get it later. Mm-hmm. And they were being a little adamant about it, you know. And so then I just, you know, pulled out some steaks and just, you know, impaled them right there, you know, uh-huh. just the three of them, the, the father, the mother, and the child, you know, and. Uh, and then yeah, later I was like, oh, maybe I should have just bought the things they were selling me. I had, I mean, I had the money. It wasn't yeah. like I needed, I, you know. And I, I could have given it away to someone as a gift or mm-hmm. something, you know. So it was, you know, so I was like, ah, but you know, well, we're we're all creatures of habit. That's you true. Know? I mean, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're used to right. enacting revenge so so thoroughly and swiftly. I'm sure you just get caught up in the right. Moment, That's you know? I think also part of it is that you know it was like oh, like I just went into auto mode. I didn't even think about that one that time, you know, just like, yeah. oh, hey, you know, and so then, mm-hmm. you know. So Did you try to make amends after after this uh, this, uh, this You this know, maybe of some of the other family maybe to have received some, you know, bags of, you know, gold or something, you know. Ooh, bags of gold. I may have, may have delivered That's that nice. to them just to say, hey, you know, no no hard feelings. Okay, and so, were they appreciative know. of the gold? Were oh, they like, well, oh, you know, it makes this a little bit better. Yeah, oh, they were very yeah. appreciative. Let's call this one a Vlad bad. Yeah, yes, yeah. I like Vlad that. A Vlad bad. bad. Yeah. Guys, this uh, was a Vlad bad. All right, this one's on me. Right, yeah. So, you know, of course, they, yeah, because, you know, I, guess, I think if they had not been appreciative, then mm-hmm. they probably would have had the same fate as the other people. So they... Yeah, I could yeah, have given them a bag of dirt, and I think they would have been appreciative, you know. So, all right, does this uh, does this ring true with you, Amelia Earhart? Like maybe maybe hearing how bad some of the revenges that he did were, maybe you feel a little bit better about the one that you pulled, you know. It seems so much more justified. Def- I, you know? Mine was definitely less severe. We can yeah. we can mm, say that. True, mm-hmm. true. Uh, you know, but uh, I, you know, you had a tougher life. I feel like maybe in, uh, than I did. It's just uh, well, you know, you know I don't think that's hundred uh, percent fair. He came from royalty. Out. He was a man. You know, it's so much harder to be a woman. I, I, even I mean, at... I've never been exiled. I, that's well, true. I did. That's true. I did crash land on a p- island, but I mean, that's <laughs> sort of a different ooh, situation. Ooh, spoiler. But... We'll get to that towards the end. Yeah, so, uh, but we do have to take a short break. Uh, but we'll be right back with Amelia Earhart and Vlad the Impaler. Stay with us. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or on whatever app it is that you're using to listen to this show. Uh, If you're so inclined, rate us five stars. Leave a comment. You could tell us how much you love us or hate us. I love constructive criticism. Uh, That stuff helps us out a ton. Tell your friends about us. Get your friends to listen to Famous Dead People. I would really appreciate that. And uh, hit us up at FamousDeadPeopleShow at gmail.com if you want to shout some criticism into my electronic face or if you want to hear a specific Famous Dead person on this show. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear that you're listening. I want some feedback, damn it. Uh, so yeah, lastly, if you really like the show and you want to send us some money to help keep us on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Famous Dead People and click on the support this show button. Thanks again for listening. And now back to the podcast. Famous 
Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 15th century Romanian prince and the inspiration for the character Dracula, Vlad the Impaler. Hello. And the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean, Amelia Earhart. Greetings. Now, uh, going back to you, Mr. The Impaler, Mm -hmm. uh, so you eventually flee Wallachia Mm -hmm. when the man who killed your father and brother comes back. And records are kind of sketchy as to what you did as you were were fleeing this guy. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) I don't see why I should be given a hard time over that. So records are sketchy as to uh, as to what you did while you were in hiding from this guy who had killed killed your father. Uh, would you care to fill us in with some of those details? Like, where did you go? What were you up to? You know, uh, you know, I traveled the countryside. Okay, I, uh, you know, looking maybe for myself. You know, like uh, trying Ooh. to do some introspective. You know, things yeah, yeah. about like where have I been? You know, where am I going? Uh, you know, where should I go? You know, should I, you know, should I go on back to my old life uh, to rule uh, the countryside, or should mm. I maybe, you know, maybe I don't know. It's uh, it was a, it was a good time to maybe be in that you know little bit of exile. You know, just maybe like getting uh, giving Vlad a chance to get to know Vlad. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, something that uh, was very. Uh, important to me uh, mm-hmm. as a person. You know, Did you so. ever spread your wings at all? Like, you know, well, I know that I do this thing. I know that I do the violence and the terror. And I know that I could be a prince and lead a... Ro- but, you know, maybe I'll try, you know, to be something else for a little while. I'm on the run. I'm in exile. Why, as You know, why oh, not? Oh, yes, of course. I mean, yeah. and, uh, and uh, yeah, Because, again, there's sometimes that beat of boredom, you know, you know, kind of sits in because you're just like, ugh, you know, I'm got to wait another, you know, how long must I wait before I can get back? So, yeah, I tried my hand at a few things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I uh, I tried to, uh, (laughs) it was, uh, you know, I tried to, I had my hand at uh, sailboating. Ooh, Um, you were sailing for a little while. uh, Yeah, yeah, just around lakes, you know, nothing, no oceans, you Mm -hmm. know. uh, But, yeah, I just tried to, you know, maybe get out and stretch my sea legs, or my water legs, I guess, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and that was fun. Um, but I it didn't, didn't really grab you the way that mm, right, know, no, ruling no, a land no, would have no, grabbed it's, you. It's just it, there's really no comparison. You can't really you know. rule the wind. Yeah, I know it's true. hard. Yes, yeah. they I mean, say that they say that there are certain things that just make you humble, and you know, being out in nature is one of those. You know, so right. I can imagine, you know, like you're on your your boat and you're like, I can't control this. This isn't for me. That right, sort of right, thing. right. Yes. Yeah, and, right. and then also, you know, maybe a little woodworking, you know, try to, you know, make some oh, furniture. I mean, I definitely had had lots of other woodworking experiences, but yeah, those making mo- mistakes and everything. Mainly just that one thing, which yeah. I was really good at, you know. So everything was, all the furniture was like very steak uh, you know, steak ish. Uh, yeah, steak ish. You okay. know, everything, which was sometimes hard for people to sit in. Oh um, yeah, I can see how that wouldn't be comfortable. Just a little too. I mean, I, I felt the spikes would you know distribute the weight evenly amongst them, like like those, uh, like those sideshow guys. Yeah, like you know. a Indian Indian um, uh, a bed of nails. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, like exactly. that basically. But yeah. still, people are like, eh, no, no. You know, they just weren't into it. You know, and I can I understand. See. You know, because if you shift, then it's like, oh, Ugh. you know, you might. Very or uncomfortable. It, you know, maybe your your child, you know, decides to jump on your lap, you know, mm-hmm. or something, and then uh, and then you're bleeding from, you know, from your behind. So, Which you know. I'm sure you enjoyed, but maybe the person sitting did not. Yeah, I loved it, but they did not. Yeah. So, you know, so, yeah, it didn't work, but it was fun, you know. Yeah, well, I think uh, it's know. important that you try different things in your life. Uh, definitely, you know? definitely. I mean, you, Amelia Earhart, you found flying so quickly, and you discovered it was something that you that you wanted so quickly. 
Um, I but took were there, like it. I took to it like a duck to air, like a duck to air, <laughs> as they as the expression goes, yes. or a fish to water. If sure. You will. Uh, did you have any other things like Vlad the Impaler where, you know, you give it a try just to have, make sure that you're a nice, rich, well-rounded person, but it was ultimately flying in the end? I tried uh, stained glass making. Ooh, interesting. Did not, wow. go, did not go well. What, what, what went wrong? It's just too long and tedious. It's mm. just not fun. Uh, you know, there's a rush when you're flying a plane. Mm. It's mostly takeoff. Okay. And then when you're in air, it's just a lot of excitement, and you need to stay focused and always be and aware also, of where you are. And also and landing, also that can, landing that must be is exciting. yes, very okay. tough. Yeah, fog gets in the way. Ooh, that could be exciting. Um, yeah. so I thought making stained glass would be something as uh, sort of relaxing, but it was just too boring. Okay, I crave the excitement. Mm. Uh, so this is. Well, your your stories are fascinating. Mm-hmm. This oh, is thank you. you know thank you. it's well, such an exciting cool. life. I mean, I, yeah. You know. Well, I I it, it seems like you have this uh, as a as a recurring theme in your life. Uh, I tried raising rabbits. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. That didn't go boring. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a little boring. Also, sure. it seems like yeah, you tried to to inject a little bit of uh, life and passion into everything you did, even even at the uh, early stage of your scrapbooking career. Like you didn't just do regular scrapbooking; you did this illegal, illicit scrapbooking. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay. So I understand. Like, maybe you both have these. I need the danger. Know, underlying passions that you cannot quench with any other activity. Mm. You know. Uh, now, so speaking of other activities that you did, Miss Earhart. Uh, so you worked as a nurse in Toronto for a few years at the end of World War One, and uh, during the Spanish flu pandemic, uh, you know, you're you're helping to to heal, you know, soldiers and all that all that sort of thing. Um, did you feel as that was happening that you were chomping to get back at the air? Was there ever a moment where you were like, oh, I could be a nurse for the rest of my life? Well, you know, I, it was do- I was doing good work, mm-hmm. and it was scary times, and I do enjoy those moments of being able to aid my fellow man and woman. Mm-hmm. I will say that I was probably a little intolerable around the hospital. Ooh, how come? I kind of was a little braggy about... My sort of uh, airplane exploits. Oh, so you I would... couldn't stop talking about it and telling people. Ah, uh, that does sound annoying. Yeah. So, and you know, it's just it was a defense mechanism. I missed it. Hmm. Um, so, like, let's say that we're you know in the hospital and we're helping take so care of people. Sure, me, you know, me and Vlad will be you know uh, other nurses. You know, and then you. Well, it wasn't just nurses; it was a lot of patients a lot of times. Oh, okay, so, so how about know... how about you be a patient, Vlad, okay, and I'll yes, be yes, I'll okay. be a nurse. I'll be like, oh, Amelia, you know, we gotta take care of Mr. Uh, Mr. Henderson over here. Oh, He's got a yes, Mr. Henderson. Oh, yeah. my oh, let's, stomach. Oh, ooh, let's it's... change these bandages. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. Let's definitely change these bandages. Oh, That'd yeah. be really smart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh. you know, ooh, this reminds me. Holland is such a beautiful oh. country when seen from above. Uh, I've uh, uh, that I, sounds intolerable. Yeah, my yeah. stomach still hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I didn't stop what I was doing. Obviously, we were still, mm. but but you would I was bring trying it up, to make like, conversation and sort of sometimes the only thing you know to talk about is your own your own you yeah. Know, but I mean, experience. I can understand how people wouldn't like it. It maybe sounds it feels a little one note. Probably you know? yes. Like when you were having a conversation with people, Vlad, you know, yeah. would it often you know skew back into the world of skewering? Oh and yes, and everything I mean, like that. You know, did just... anybody ever complain about that? Like I'm sure well, people would be they, interested. They did talk not about complain. No, else. no, no, they did not complain. <laughs> I mean, because if they did, then 
they might have ended up on a stake, you know. So, yeah. You know, but uh, okay. yeah, so that was I say similar similar feelings about how it just keeps always seems to come back round. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't do it on purpose, no, you know. No, just like I just you just did it. You it's know? your so, area of expertise, right? Exactly. And so we're just like, oh, that looks like you know, like the thousands of people that I had impaled, mm -hmm. you know, like whenever I'd see just a thing of trees. Or you know, you know something, you know, like you know, or a river, you know, mm -hmm. with the way that the blood used to just, you know, kind of form these little streams and creeks mm. uh, after, the, you know, from everyone's blood falling. That's very down, evocative. You, know, so. you have an artist's eye. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, it's yes, a very poetic you, description you. you just had there. Uh, so you know, and those are the things I would relish in, you know, mm -hmm. and think, you know, and like, oh, how peaceful, you know, like all these people, you know, like the. There's, they have no worries anymore, you know. Mm. Like it's all taken care of now. So yes, because you because uh, you killed them. Yes, 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 yes I can yes, understand. Yes, that. Yes. that must be very soothing. Yeah. To think about, like you know, oh, their their troubles are over. Right. Yes, they were. You know. So, you know? Yeah. So I, then, I must say, Jared, it's so fascinating yeah. that you've invited two passionate people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, into oh, yeah. the studio today. Well, one, one could argue that it is you know having a drive and a passion that makes you. A notable person in history, yeah, the I kind agree. of person that we don't forget about, sure, sure. like Amelia Earhart or Vlad the Impaler. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Mr. the Impaler, yes. you go back to Alachia, you retake it with mm -hmm. the help of some Hungarians, yep. and this is where your reputation as the Impaler begins as you execute thousands of people mm -hmm. that you believe mm -hmm. to have helped murder your father mm -hmm. and brother. So we, we've already discussed this. This is a thing that is a cornerstone of your personality, mm -hmm. but why the staking and the impaling specifically? Surely there were other... Uh, violent means that you could use to inspire fear in people, that sort of thing? Uh, it was the most visible. I mean, you okay. know, yeah. It's just, you know, so you're riding on a horse, you know, mm. and you're coming up. You're like, oh, like, so there's a hill. So you crest over the hill, and then just a valley of people just dead on stakes. Mm. You know, the, the, the visual representation of, wow. like, who did this? You know, oh, I think I know who did this, you know. Mm. Um, and then, like, a little closer, and the stench just hits you wow. like a wall of, you know, just putrid uh, stinkiness, you know. Mm. And so it Did just, this bother you at all, or did you revel in all of this? Uh, you know, after a while, I mean, at first, yes, it was just like, ugh, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, you know. But then after a while, you know, I think, it, you know, it just kind of, you know, uh, sometimes I would take a uh, little honey and uh, kind of oh, rub it up into nose. my nose, you know, so that that oh. would kind of keep the smell from, you know, getting in. But, you know, most, I did get used to it, you know. Like yeah. it, I just would, I wouldn't even think of it. People would be like, ugh, it smells so bad here. And I'm like, what? What smell? You know, and mm. so. Uh, hey, it's war. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. You know, That must have been an incredible thing to see. I mean, can you imagine Miss Ehlerhart like flying over fields of people on spikes? Oh, like that, that must have been an incredible sight. I would have loved to have seen that. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, here's my other question is that, so we, we, we all know what it looks like for a person to be spiked, but mm -hmm. how exactly would that work? Like, would you put the spike on the ground and then drop them from a height, or did you, like, were, did you have, like, a platform that you had the spike on top of and you would kind of shove it down onto somebody? Like, how exactly, what was the mechanism which you would spike somebody? Uh, we'd kind of lay it down first and a little, like, uh, on, not on the ground. We had, like, little... Uh, uh, wooden uh, like uh, platform okay. that it would yeah. then go on, you know, and then we would then pull the person, take them by the legs, mm -hmm. and start there first from their buttocks, and then kind of and pull and just pull them down. We get like oh, so maybe, like a horizontal, yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. Oh, so that way okay. we could pull them and use all the you know our strength and you know uh, kind of like pulling on a rope, you know, like okay. we, you know a couple of people on each leg, you know, and uh, 
and then a person to kind of guide it as it went through the body, uh, you know, like <laughs> making sure, like, oh, I've got to push down the chest a little bit so that it goes straight, because you wanted it to have that to go straight. And, you know, it was sometimes it was nice to have it come right out of their mouth. Uh, oh, yeah, that must you know, have been a lot better. So that was very tough to try to make sure that the body uh, stayed in the same line. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it would come out the back of their neck and their head would be kind of, you know, knocked down. It doesn't work uh, as well because you can't tell who that is. Right, right exactly. Yeah, yeah, you have to lift up there and like, oh, that's my, uh, you know, my friend Paul. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, and then after they were mounted on it, then we would then the same little mechanism, you know, where we get some ropes and hoist that up into the, the hole that we had dug for these, the, uh, for the spike okay. and then that set them down and then, you know, push, mm. push the dirt in and make sure that it was stable. I didn't realize how much of a, how much a group, group effort. Oh yes, was, definitely. You know? Yes. Yes. It so almost seems like people it would takes be able a village. Yeah, yes. to, to spike another village. Right. I had a good group of men that, uh, you know, were there too. They were very loyal. Mm-hmm. Any, any, uh, any women amongst the ranks? Ooh, any, any female spikers? Uh, oh yes. There were a few. Yes. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, I did not discriminate on that. I mean, That's we needed everybody's help, you know? So it was like, I don't care. I just need these. It's like I, I needed the job done. Wow! I just needed people to get the job done. So wow, that's, that's incredible. What, you know, I had no idea that you had that uh, children as well. Oh, you, you know? would have children. Oh, yes, well. of course. I mean, yeah, they could. Uh, you know, especially for the smaller people, it's sometimes better their hands are. Yeah, you know, like hard work makes yes. children honest. Yes. I exactly. grew up on a farm. Oh, yes. <laughs> they, they grew up very honest where I'm from. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that I found fascinating about your story, Ms. Earhart, is that the the trip across the Atlantic that made you famous as what people referred to at the time. They, they called you the Lady Charles Lindbergh because obviously it was, it was a lot more sexist of a time. Yes. You know, like you couldn't just be Amelia Earhart. You had to be like the female version right. you know, of, of somebody else who was notable. Uh, but what I didn't realize about that first trip is that you were one of three, three pilots on that trip and you didn't fly at all. You just, you just recorded the flight log and yet now you're the world's most famous female pilot that must have been, uh, I don't know, like, uh, did it feel like cheating at all? Where you were like... Well, not at all. You know, the yeah. whole flight, uh, you know, it was really me. Uh, can I take over? Yeah, of course. You need me? Sort of like, oh, uh, I can take the controls. Mm-hmm. And it was just they wouldn't let me. <gasps> uh, you know, I was there available. I was like, hey, I can I can mm-hmm. step in. But, uh, you know, I got my th- my foot through the door. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. Yeah, of course. You know, you need, to, you need to be able to make that first step if you want to be incredible in any of first course, field. Yes. You know? Were the men who did the flying on that trip at all uh, bitter that you were getting the acclaim for it just because you were a woman? They laughed about it. They were mm-hmm. pretty cruel. Yeah. Um, but I think it was just sort of like they were jealous. Ooh. And I did sort of get off. On that, wow, a little bit. Okay, so I was um, going to say this sounds like another uh, setup for a classic Amelia Earhart revenge. You know, <laughs> like these men who had been so mean to you on the flight and laugh at you. Yeah. Did you ever get back at them? Um, you know, well, whenever I got a medal or broke a record, I would mm. cut newspaper clipping out and mail it to them. Wow, anonymously. Oh, Bitter. Wow, Ouch. that oh, is yes. not bad. Yeah, Ooh, someone send those. Men to the burn ward, am I right? Ooh, yes. Uh, so those of you, for those of you who are just joining us, uh, you are listening to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean, Amelia Earhart. Adieu. And the historical inspiration for Dracula, Prince Vlad the Impaler. Ah. Uh, so this penchant for violence that you had, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Mr. Vlad. Go on. Yes. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, How adorable. Uh, so you... 
this this violent streak that you had that was what inspired uh, the character of Dracula. Yes. Um, and we've already discussed like some of the similarities that you had with right. the character mm-hmm. and some of the differences. Uh, but do you think that if you had more control over what would eventually become this fictionalization of you, are there any things that you wish you could have put into that character Ooh. that would have made it a little bit more like what you actually are? Oh, I mean. Yeah, you know, he was, I don't, I mean, I, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the book that Stoker wrote, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh. Yeah, it's a surprisingly good book. Yes, yeah. uh, yes, I felt, you know, the whole diary kind of concept, you know, was a good format. It was you know. good conceit, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, and it helped, you know, and it, like, a lot of mystery was, you know, put in, because you're like, ooh, it's always about the, you know, the other people, you know, it's never about mm-hmm. him, you know, or, the, or Dracula. Yeah. Uh, but no, I thought, that, you know, I mean, I, over the years, you know, it's, it's, uh, it turned into, I don't, I, I mean, I almost can't. There's nothing. I don't know. I mean, it's. He, but what's something about you that you wish was in the fictional character of Dracula? Oh, uh, I, oh man, you know, I mean, facial hair. Uh, I don't know. Maybe so. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah he some, never, some representations. There's never usually jokes. any facial hair on any of those actors mm-hmm. that you know, are well in the him, you know. in the uh, Francis Ford Coppola movie. I oh. believe. Oh, yep. Oh, yep. So, sorry. Yes, yeah. I, that's right. Uh, yeah, he's got a little old, bit of that's a right. Yeah, yes, 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 he's got some. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes. Okay. Uh, but you know, um, you know, because I mean, it's. It's a very sexy character, you know. And mm, I yes. always kind of felt like that was, you know, that was me in a way, you know. Ooh, uh, like like maybe he was more dashing than you were. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, you know, so maybe I don't know. Maybe some of that brute force, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, because he was he was he wasn't really like a like a, a I don't know like a, like a big character. He just always had like kind of a subtle power. Right. Yes. Maybe maybe you wish that he had been a little bit more of a. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Oh yes. Know, oh huge. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's yeah. always. It's always like some. You know. Especially like with uh, Nosferatu. You know. It's always yeah. the old, the sickly old man. You know, mm. with the long fingernails. You know, and I'm you know a very stocky, short. You know strong man you know mm-hmm. i wish maybe yeah. it had been better maybe i don't oh, know like a, like a wolverine like wolverine was oh yes short definitely stock, yes yes you know? yes yes uh so yeah maybe in maybe some future uh portrayments maybe if i could you know i don't know maybe mm-hmm. if there's any producers out there listening maybe hey you know making a shorter man next time yeah you know, uh hit us movie, up you know? at uh famous dead people show at gmail.com and we'll try to get you guys connected yeah maybe. i'd love to consult you know yeah, like, yeah have you so. as a creative consultant on yes, maybe another course, you know, yeah maybe a little cameo maybe in the back Ooh, you know, like that like be fun, stan lee that be fun <laughs> uh any uh, uh any desire to be made into a biopic yourself amelia Earhart? you know there's been so many uh characterizations of you know vlad the impaler as dracula do you wish that you were more of a of a referenced character in uh, going forward in time well it would have to be done right of course yes um you know, I don't know if my story could fit in a two or three hour picture. Mm. I would rather Ooh, maybe like a Netflix series. Sure, maybe. sure, that would that would be good. Yeah, something tells, to binge. Yeah, something, yeah. I mean, really yeah. draw it out the story. Right. You know mm-hmm. the characters. You know. Well, one of the things that we'd have to put in that series, of course, is you know your very famous final flight, your ill-fated trip mm. around the world with your co-pilot Fred Noonan. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Of you course. take off from Leh, New Guinea on your way across the Pacific to Howland Island and you're never seen or heard from again. Amelia Earhart, what happened to you and your plane over the Pacific? Well, you know, there's a very, very famous Twilight Zone episode where a man who loves to read mm-hmm. um is in a bank vault when a nuclear explosion hits 
and um, any any exits and he's exits yeah. and he's surrounded by books. He can read as much as he wants. But I his, love that episode. But his glasses break. Mm. Ooh. Mm. So much in the same way, you know, we crashed on an island. Okay. And uh, nothing. I, I landed it pretty well. Mm. Solid crash landing. But um, a wing broke. A wing broke off of your plane. Yes. Oh wow. One wing. So much in the, the same way as that very famous Twilight Zone episode, I was near my plane, my love, but you but couldn't. I was unable to get it off wow. the ground. That is powerful. Not enough runway either, too. But I mean, you know, it's mm. just it just there so, were a lot of things wrong. Yeah, there were a lot of things wrong. Wait, yes. does that mean that you and your co-pilot just lived on this island for the rest of your life? It's a very blue lagoon situation. Ooh. Getting it oh. me the two of you. I mean, you know, I don't like to tell tales, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is why it's more fitting for a Netflix series than just wow. a, a, a film. Yeah, that is incredible. There's so many, yeah, so many twists and turns. I would love to hear more about that. Um, but Very before, hot. Before we go to that, um, uh, so, you know, Mr. the Impaler, because of your incredible cruelty, stories start to circulate about you toward, like, you know, the neighboring uh, towns and countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to imagine that some of these stories are made up or exaggerated. Um, I'd love to just ask you about a couple of these and get either confirmation or denial oh, of course. on if yes. they happen. Yes. Uh, okay, so is it true that a, uh, a Turkish messenger came to see you and he wouldn't remove his turban because of his, uh, of his religion, so you nailed it to his head as sort of like a, well, fuck you, now you can't ever take off your turban. That sort of thing. Did you do that? Uh, yes, that's a hundred percent true. I did Jesus. all of that. Yes, I mean, you that know, is, that, I, that is cruel. It that was, really is mean. It's disrespectful not to take off the hat. But you it's know? his religion. Can't you respect that? That that was uh, that was what he believed. I mean, yes and no. But you mm-hmm. know, it's like, come on, take off the. You know, like I don't know. I just I just felt like, all right, fine. You know, you don't want to take it off. Mm-hmm. In I his mean, in his defense, there wasn't Velcro back then. What no. do you mean? Or duct tape. I mean, if you needed to back then to fix something to something else, mm-hmm. a nail was the way to do it. Oh, yes. I mean, I, yeah. So it uh, seems extreme. So, but, I mean, yeah. No, I, I think yeah. so. In a way, I was, in a way, respecting that religion. Mm, well, well, I saying, wouldn't say that. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to make sure this hat never comes off. Mm-hmm. And that way you'll, you know, that you'll, you'll, that way you'll be very honorable mm-hmm. to your. All right, what I think I think that's a little bit of a stretch. So, I mean, they were small nails. They didn't, they didn't go in like all the way. You was know? this was this man dead at the end of this? No, no, no. He was able to walk away. Uh, you know? Still, like, still you seems kind of mean. He, though. Maybe died later. I mean, with infections, and you mm. know, I mean, I didn't. That's right. Medicine was not great. Yeah, I did bad. not really know after that. You know, I just you know said okay, great, and nailed it, and then he Jesus. went on his way. You know, ugh, that sounds horrible. So, yeah, but that did happen. Yes, yes. Okay, now is it true that while you were imprisoned by the Hungarians, you would dissect rats because you didn't <laughs> want to forget your wickedness? Is that uh, true? Yes, also true. Yes. Wow. I mean, yeah. You yeah. felt such a tenuous connection to your own vileness that you felt like you had to keep being violent, otherwise you would forget it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, because if you don't use it, you lose it. Wow. You know, so gives a new meaning to the tr- uh, the phrase "idle hands." Yes, exactly. Yeah, I had to do something. One, hmm. you know, part of that. You know, again, I, there was like, a lot of boring days. A little extreme. You know, so a little extreme, uh, I think. Well, I would assume that it's like riding a bike. Like once you are a violent and um 
and a vicious human being that you just never forget how to do that. I right? mean, that's. I mean, I, I don't think I'd forget, but you mm-hmm. know, maybe I just wouldn't be as. Uh, uh, maybe not as sharp. Maybe not on your toes. Uh, or as enthusiastic about it. Okay. You know, like, I'd be like, ah, oh, maybe I won't impale that person. Mm-hmm. You know, but okay. yes, but with the little rats and the little pieces of wood, and you know, just kept me busy. You know, right. it was kind of fun. He also okay. does taxidermy, so I mean, right. that's yeah, true. So that's it's true. part we of that. You hear know, about that so, earlier. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, my final one is: Did you used to boil people alive, but cut a hole? For their heads in the top of the pot so that you could see their faces as you were watching them boil. Uh, that also completely uh, true, and yes. it's disappointing because it really seems excessive, you know, to do that. Like, well, that seems excessively You've got to keep them in or they'll jump out That's once true. the heat gets so, to a certain level. But you why know, not let like, them keep their dignity? You know, you have to look at them in the face as they're dying? Like, oh, that seems... I want to see it. I want them to know. I mean... And I want them to be able to see me and how much I'm enjoying it, mm. you know. So well, they didn't uh, have TV back then, I guess. I feel like True. we're making. I feel like we're doing a lot of allowing for Vlad the Impaler I, here. I, I know, but it's just sort of. Uh, it, I don't, it's in my nature, I suppose. Well, let's but. let you know. I'm I'm trying to uh, to put this into more of a fair context. Okay. Where I don't think that we should be giving this man as much slack. Imagine if it was a female ruler who was doing this. Do you think that they would give you, Amelia Earhart, any slack at all if you had such a violent? streak you know well it wouldn't matter because i would be yeah, i would rule with an iron fist mm, you'd you probably know, you'd have, have to be to. even like uh harsher probably than me, maybe you know like yeah because in order to establish yourself right you, you know, know the women they always need to you know like do bigger and better because it's so true being, so a, true being a vicious monarch is a male dominated yes, industry uh-huh. it's so true you'd have to crash mm-hmm. crash, crash through that yeah. that glass ceiling Man, there that may uh, Makes my skin crawl thinking about it, you know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate the sentiment there, at least, that you – it doesn't really matter how people view you. You're going to do your thing, Amelia sure. Earhart. Uh, well, here's some things that I wanted to ask you. I know that you've, you've already told us what happened to you on your flight, uh, but there were a couple of theories as to what actually happened to you, that you were a spy for FDR, that you were captured by the Japanese, uh, that you survived the flight and moved to New Jersey under an assumed name. There's no truth to any of those uh, rumors there, are there? I'm embarrassed to say it. We, we just we were pointing at something we saw in the water. Wait, what we do you saw, mean? We thought we saw a whale. So you were flying. We were flying, and we were both pointing at it, and we sort of got off course. You know, we looked up and we got the sun was in our eyes, and mm-hmm. we sort of started to spin out of control a little bit so and it's, that's, that's it's more of, of an embarrassing thing than anything gotcha. sort of nefarious yeah okay and and when you crashed that's when you lost the wing and you yes. weren't able to fly your plane again landed it pretty pretty good okay pretty solid crash landing but yes we lost one wing and then you just stayed on that island until you died well it was paradise you know mm-hmm. we, oh lots we made of the best uh, of it pineapples and coconuts and you know you love making and... by the moonlight oh, wow yes oh my do you, I don't under a waterfall. Under ooh, oh my goodness! And I'm assuming you never, you know, had any children or anything, or you, you didn't populate this island. No, it was just our little slice of heaven. Mm, oh, that's nice. Well, I'm glad yeah. that you at least had a nice end of your life moment. You know, like this was something that you could. You know, not fly off, but at least you you ended happy and together. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a that's a you know a nice happy ending to that story. I'm glad of that. And you I mean you you were able to to rule your land for a little while, Mister the Impaler. So uh, happy yeah. ending there. Little, right? little, yeah, until you know, eventually my death and beheading. You know, yeah. Like, well, uh, you know, to, which uh, I think was then put on the stake, which I feel is very kind of ironic, mm, you know, or like or that. appropriate, or uh, the yeah, most appropriate. True, I guess thing. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, well, that is all for this week's episode of Famous Dead People. I'd like to thank my guests, Prince Vlad the Impaler and uh, Amelia Earhart, yeah. for uh, joining us in the studio today. Uh, I do have one final question uh, for you both. It's a little bit weird, but I'd like to end every show by asking my guests if they'd like to, I don't know, plug a, a comedy show or a festival or a Twitter account or anything like that. You wouldn't happen to have anything like that that you want to talk about, Mr. Uh, uh, Mister the Impaler, is there? Uh, well, actually, there's a, a little uh, a film festival coming up in uh, May, uh, coming up very soon. I think May 19th through the 21st. Uh, it's called the Bad Film Festival. Mm, okay. uh, it's going to be at Cloud City in Brooklyn. Right. Sounds like a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, a lot of like weird, strange, you know. So Google kinda, ooh, bad right up your alley. Bad film festival. Yes, Google so that. You'll that find out. out. We have. I think you'll see everything you'll need there. Wonderful. You know, so, and uh, Ms. Earhart, anything you'd like to uh, tell the people about? Well, to be honest, I was looking forward to that film festival as well. Oh, you'll yeah. be, be going to the bad yes. film festival. Maybe you'll maybe see us we'll, both there. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. we'll. Go together. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Huh. Oh, well, I guess I'll see you guys there. Uh, hopefully, yes. yeah. yeah. Film come festival. Out, you know, so if you have any uh, questions that you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email it to us at famousdeadpeopleshow at gmail.com. We'll try to have them on as soon as we can. Uh, we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Oh, famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people.